Hi, I'm Sam. I'm Callum. And one of us is bored. This week, we're discussing Thunderpants. Let Bungo now. So, <laughs> fun week this week. Um, so, to summarize, Thunderpants tells the story of Patrick Smash, a boy who was born with two stomachs and as a result an inability to stop farting. Patrick befriends Alan A. Allen, a boy without a sense of smell, and the two pair up to find solutions and uses for Patrick's flatulence. Samantha, why have you done this to me? Is my first question. <laughs> I just sometimes don't believe the film's real. <laughs> <laughs> no, well, I am. I, um, I was speaking to someone a couple of weeks ago who also did not believe the film was real until I shown him the trailer. So. Oh, really? I saw this in the cinema. Well, that that was that was something I wanted to ask. Was what possessed you and or your family to go to see this at the time? Well, what you have to understand is my hobby as a kid was going to the cinema because my dad worked there and we got free tickets. Mm. But the reason we went to see Thunderpants, um, I think it's because this was between Harry Potter 1 and 2, or it was just after 2, I can't remember, but Rupert Grint. Ron Weasley is in this film. And Ron Weasley was a big deal then because, you know, Harry Potter. So mm-hmm. That actually, I'm pretty sure that's how I know of Thunderpants is because... I'm pretty sure it was an advert on the VHS version of Harry Potter and the Philosopher's Stone. Uh, there was an advert for Thunderpants on that before it. Um, and I'm pretty sure that's how I know it exists. But that prior prior to this week when I watched it, I'd never actually seen it. And it's funny because I, I remembered some of the quotes I, for whatever reason, have just mentally scarred into my brain. And just, <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah... I, I remembered it from that, uh, but other than that, I, I hadn't really had much recollection of it. And it was only when you brought it up the other week that I suddenly, I, I'd, it, it all came flooding back. It's one of those things that kind of came and went and then oh, just, yeah. I'd never really gave it much time. Well, to be fair, it's like they tried to erase it. Like genuinely, <laughs> no, seriously, like the only place I could find it was um, Amazon for us to watch it. Yeah. Well, that was that was something actually. I I thought the fact that one is not available for streaming anywhere unless you pay for it. Which, by the way, Paffy, you owe Sam four quid. Um, <laughs> but like the fact that it's also only in standard definition, like yeah. they haven't bothered to up it into HD. No soundtrack either. There's no there's no soundtrack available. Nope. It's only available in standard definition. That that speaks. Volumes. And if you go onto the Wikipedia page and look at who starred in it, Mr. Bruce Cook, he's been in nothing since. It was a career-ending film. I Yeah, that was one of the things I wanted to talk about, the fact that he just seems to have vanished off the face of the earth. I was looking for... I did spend a good... I don't know why I suddenly fixated on Thunderpants, but I did spend a good couple of hours trying to find out where this guy had gone. I didn't spend quite that long, but I did have a little bit of a search. And while I was doing that, there was a couple of things that stuck out to me. One of them being the fact that, um, so he's technically the lead actor, like his his character is the lead, and yet in almost all of the promotional material, um, it was leading with Rupert Grint as like the first name. Well, 
makes sense, doesn't it? Well, it does make sense, except for the fact that it's not Rupert Grint's character's story, essentially. Like, he, he is, I mean, he is kind of like the second lead, as it were, but I would have, I would have thought, like, he's essentially a secondary role. Like, it's, it's weird that, like, you can't imagine, I'm trying to think of a parallel, um, Pirates of the Caribbean and, you know, prior to the controversy, Johnny Depp, but, like, who who would have been his second in that? Kira Knightley, who is also in this film, by the way. She is in this film, yeah, I realised that as well. Um, maybe Pirates was a bad example, I can't think of, I'm struggling to think of a, a better, um... You mean where the second is kind of the first? Yeah, like I, I can't like. There's, there's no film series where. I mean, it, in fact, you know what? It would be like advertising Harry Potter, but like putting Rupert Grint first. It's like, not. It's that's... like Teen Wolf. You don't watch Teen Wolf. I do. I don't know. I yeah. So, I'll take your word for it. Like the Dylan O'Brien <laughs> one, where like you know it's meant to be about Scott McCall, but Dylan O'Brien has shined through, and now he's the lead of the show mm. about the wolf when he's not a wolf. Mm-hmm. It's like that. I suppose to go back to like Bruce Cook then, did you manage to find anything at all? Um, He was in two other things briefly. Yeah, that's what I saw. It was like minor roles in two other things. I don't know if they came after or were slightly before because I'd kind of read both. But regardless, it was that 2001, 2002 period and there was nothing after. Yeah, and he's not even got a wiki page. I know that's not like a sign of whether someone's like, you know. Yeah. But... Yeah, I, I always thought I recognised the kid from somewhere, but he's just a kind of generic chubby child. That sounds really mean. Yeah, I don't think he is particularly recognisable. Um, but maybe that's played off to his advantage later on. I, I can't imagine that this is the sort of thing that you would exactly be proud of as being on your resume. Like, it probably was... I'd be I'd be fascinated to know what the thought process was with making this because part of me I've been really really arguing with myself as to whether or not this film takes itself seriously or not because there are certain elements where I think right okay it is a it's a film about a boy who farts and then he uses his farts power a rocket to take it into space spoilers by the way um but it then has the audacity to do this little message at the end where it's just like, I can follow my dream and if I can do it, then maybe what? you can too. And it's just like, <laughs> well, like, sweep? that's, that? yeah. It's like, what is that though? Like that's, I don't know if it, it's kind of like tongue in cheek, self-aware, well, this see, is utter What you rubbish, have to understand or... is, this is the guy who made Bill and Ted mm. and The Borrowers. It's it's meant for kids. Like I feel like the fact that you're watching this as an adult means. Or like, did you like the Beano when you were younger? The Beano. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I used it's to meant that for Beano fans and kids. No in betweens. Yeah. Well, that that was something I'd seen actually. Was um someone else had said that you kind of have to take a step back for a moment and think you kind of you realize what you're getting into on the way in. Mm-hmm. Is that like you know it's a film about a farting kid and you also kind of there's no um you know as an adult going into this you know you know kind of exactly what you're going to get for the most part mm-hmm. um there's a few things that um i don't know i i'm i'm really arguing in my head about what i think about it as a whole because there are there are bits that i feel kind of work uh-huh. um and then there are other bits that i just think well, shall shall we list like First off, I think Disney has spoiled everyone. Disney's made it seem like every kid's film is for everyone, and the reality is it's not. 
Like, you know, not mm. every children's film is meant to be viewed by adults and enjoyed by adults. Because yeah. kids and adults are different. It's just Disney have got a big budget, a huge creative team, decades worth of experience. And that's fine. Yeah. But, like, first off, I think the film is too well made to be considered a bad film. It's got a weird British charm and it's got huge names in it. It's got some, like, Stephen Fry's in there. As we said, Rupert Grint. Which is wild, by the way. So, no, there's tons. Like, I recognise so many people. He's gotten away from this unscathed again. Like, this is this Most is the of sort have, of thing... though. Yeah. Yeah, the, um... Because, you know, the, the little sister went on to play one of the kids in the um, the Chronicles of Narnia yeah. films. Yeah, she's Susan. So, like, I was wondering where I recognised yeah. her from. Thank you for that. Yeah. Um, yeah, there are some really, really big names. It's literally just the lead guy whose career died. <laughs> Because it's not, like other than the kind of grossness of it, it's not a bad film. It's paced well. It's got a cute message of like you can just. I guess it's a cute message. <laughs> <laughs> just let that sit with you for a moment. You said it. You can't unsay it. That <laughs> you can. You can just kind of. You know, everyone has their own thing they're good at. I will say there were moments where it was kind of. It's hard to feel. It's it's, it's weird saying. Oh, I felt sorry for him because it, it's. They tortured him. What do you mean? They were so mean. Yeah. To him. Yeah, but he's a bit... I don't know. Maybe I'm just an asshole. I liked the delivery of some of the, the one-liners. Like, I liked I liked the way... I can't remember how the line goes, but it was something about <laughs> Dad went to work one day and never came back. <laughs> and then and then the story just moves on from there. Like, it's just a, it's just a fact. And then <laughs> that's it. Um, I think... Right, you know what? Objectively speaking, the idea of a fart-powered rocket, I think, is quite funny. But the thing is, when you've already... The film is basically one long fart joke. And when you've already sat through 70 minutes of that, I feel like it's lost its impact by that point. But see, you're an adult, though. Kids are... I know it needs... Yeah, I know, I know. I know it needs to build to that point as well. You can't have the rocket right at the start because that's what you're you're building towards. But I feel like whatever humour there is from that has just kind of evaporated by that point. Um... And again, maybe it's just as an adult, like, I, anyone who just, <laughs> farts are funny, but there's only so long that you can laugh at that. And honestly, like, I, 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 even in the context of Thunderpants, I wasn't laughing so much at the farts. It was more like the delivery of some of the lines and how some of the acting was questionable. I would actually agree with that. I would say that the farts aren't funny but that i don't know if that's maybe intentional anyway like it's more tragic than funny the way that the kid <laughs> delivers them makes me uncomfortable yeah there was some real straining going on there like is more sharp than fart like i see the thing is i think i think a lot of it is played for laughs like there's do you know where he does the like, he does the atomic fart in the oh. woods and it makes the trees buckle with like the blast from his ass see i kind of see that's more surreal than funny yeah but i i yeah it probably is but it'd be weird if like this was actually the intention of the director all along oh it's, it can be can be analyzed from multiple no levels. no i don't mean like, like it, <laughs> <laughs> it's 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 surreal for the adults it's funny for the kids it's just but like i i feel like it's designed with humor as part of its core and for the most part i don't think they were like there's like the the bit i found funniest was or the fart i found funniest rather was uh it was one of the ones where he was still like a toddler and um he had like that hose pipe thing taped to his ass and um, it accidentally fell in front of his dad's face and he couldn't move out the way. And there's that kind of, it's the humor that comes from, you know, it's coming, you know, it's coming, you know, it's coming. And then it hits. 
and I'm like, all right, okay, that's kind of well done, I suppose. But for the most part, it just wasn't, there is a lot of that and that kind of repeats like, oh, he's in an assembly and they're meant to be quiet. Oh, he's going to fart. And then he does and everyone's looking. See, it's really and it's funny like, that you say that because I never, like, I also don't find any of the farts funny. <laughs> but it's just, I kind of read it as they don't have to be. But that's like, I know that's not right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I found other parts funny. Like, I, as you said, like the black, like they had him <laughs> in front of a shooting green. So I find the more surreal situations that that caused to be funny rather than the actual farts. Because I've known you for how long now? Seven years. You're a walking fart joke sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> and you're Can way, confirm. way funnier than this film. Yeah, but, yeah, but you have to endure that in person. Like that, It's that, funny every time. That, yeah, well, <laughs> yes. That's what I'm saying. No, yeah, but like. Because of that, I just, I don't, and it's also a normalized thing, like, you made me feel comfortable with body stuff, and I, I just don't find them funny, I just, like, they're there. Um, they're just, it's something to endure, rather than... No, it's just, it's just a thing, I don't even, you know, not a big deal. They're just there. Yeah. So, I didn't even really read these as a comedy thing, and I know that's really stupid, because they clearly are meant to be funny. I just didn't think they were. Bit, bits of it were kind of vile, though, like, the, um... Oh yeah, it's grim. The bit with um, the the lunchbox where the bully opens it and he's like shot in the face with like another Harry Potter person, by the way. See, I that that hadn't clicked with me, but you're right. Now I can see that. Yeah, you're right. That's um, is it like crab or Goyle? What the f- Goyle is one of the two. Mm. I don't know which one, but yeah, no, that hadn't clicked. But he 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 opens this lunchbox which um, Patrick's been farting into. And a bunch of green smoke shoots into his face, and he's like, "It's it's like quite tame, to be honest. As far as it's it's more the connotation of what it is than what you're actually seeing that's vile. But like, it's it is pretty vile. And I think the opening is worse. Yeah, that part actually makes me feel like grim. Oh, worth being boring. Not a fan. <laughs> but I do you not feel like maybe like the first half. Okay, about up to where the opera, like, spoilers. Up to the opera singer, it's kind of grim fart jokes, and then it becomes a story after the opera singer, almost. Well, yeah, so th- there's a few kind of things up to that point. And now, <laughs> far be it from me to, to you know, pick holes or question the, the realism in a film about a farting astronaut, but, <laughs> but there are a lot of things that kind of happen that you just have to accept, and... I they pulled me out of it like they, like I was able to suspend my dis, my disbelief quite a lot but the there's a few things that kind of pulled me out of it and I right so the fact that he was watching American news stations on his TV at home like I'm not sure when this is set but this is obviously kind of pre-internet um and back when I were a lad we had channels one to five and we didn't get American news stations on the TV back at home. Um, There was things like the fact that you've got this flying competition and you see a bunch of inventors trying to make their machines take off with no assistance and all of them failing. And my first thought process was like, did literally none of them try their machines before entering this competition? (laughs) Did all of them turn up having not actually tried any of them to see if they can actually take off? Well, clearly, Callum, clearly they were going off faith and hope like I do. Clearly, they were. Why would you enter a machine you haven't tested? Like that's my this is my problem with underpants. Why would you do that? Like that just seems like such a waste of time. Do you want to know the funniest part? Go on. I watched these things and didn't question. I was just like, okay, <laughs> <laughs> this is happening. Um, like there's there's a throwaway bit where 
Alan says something about having been scouted at the flight competition. So I'm wondering at that point, is the competition a ruse to scout kids? Because if it is, that's very creepy. And if it isn't, that they just happen to find him there. And the other question from that is why a flight competition? Because aeroplanes exist in this world. Like (laughs) they are literally on an aeroplane later on in the film. It's such a weird combination of choices and it just makes my head hurt. Well, weren't weren't they watching them beforehand? And they took pictures of them in the garage? They they were, but it's just like, they're like, I don't know if the film seems to think maybe it's not possible to fly in the UK because they are the Americans come over on their plane with their like, you know, their big shiny bird with wings and just like, why are you having a flying competition <laughs> using machines that take designs from like the 1800s and influence from like the Wright brothers? <laughs> It was very steampunky, wasn't it? And like, and one person even dresses up in like a like he's just attached feathers to himself and flaps and falls on his face, and it's just like, I'm, it's, it's it makes my head hurt. It makes me laugh how much you like. I just took it at face value. I'm like, this is a steampunk alt reality where some things are normal and some things aren't, and you're and then I didn't even question the fact there was rockets. Right. Well, I'm not done. <laughs> There's more. Later on, Patrick goes on tour with this opera singer, and the question has to be asked, why is the opera singer lip-syncing to a fart, a live fart, each night? Would it not make more sense for him to have recorded it and just lip-synced to the recording? They've not invented recordings, Callum. Well, clearly, because, (laughs) like... They're they're taking Patrick around the world and it would be so much cheaper to take a recording and just like, okay, I know Patrick needs to be there so that the, the, the guy can get caught out. But the logic there, like, sure. Like, and the opera singer is being sneaky anyway. He can't hit the note. So like, he is the sneaky type. He would surely have been better getting a recording of the fart to lip sync to. Like, see if it was the same high note every night, wouldn't the crowd mm. realise it's a different crowd, different route, different place around the world. It's two thousand and two. Yeah. I feel I feel like opera people are weird. Opera people go and see the same thing. Oh, sorry, no offense to opera people, but opera goers go and watch things over and over and over again. I I suppose again the one thing I would say though is that like they haven't detected that it's a fart up at that point. And you would think that like, well, they'd be able to pick that up. Um well, no, because he's managed to somehow do a really high-pitched one. I didn't actually... Did they explain how? Was it... <laughs> I I can't remember if he just happened to fart in key or something like that. Because there was a bit where um, the opera singer's practicing at this... See, I can't even remember how Patrick ended up there. But he ended up at, like, this... Wherever it is the opera singer He just rehearsing. walked there, like, after... I'll go back to the bit I'm going to say. But yeah, after Alan left. Um, yeah, he, just he ended there. up there. And the guy's practicing inside and he's doing his scales and he's getting higher and higher and higher and then, like, totally failing the top high note. And then I can't remember if Patrick just happens to do a high fart outside that, like, shatters yeah. the whatever. Did it even shatter the glass? Yeah. I know that happens later. It but, did. like, and everyone's just like, what was that? And even even other people at the building come running out and they're like, they, they thought it was the opera singer doing it. None of them detected that it was a fart doing it. And it was like, it, it, uh, I feel like your first mistake here, sir, <laughs> is applying logic to Thunderpants. <laughs> I think so. <laughs> it just, what? It, it just, like this, I cannot. I took it at face value because 
this is a rocket being powered by a fart, Callum. Yeah, I know. Which is why, like, which is why it, it feels, it just seems so convoluted to get to that point. Like, there's so many things, like, the, the, I, I, I'm speechless. <laughs> like, I don't actually have the words like to explain how much this doesn't make sense. Despite all that, it was paced well. <laughs> <laughs> See, I don't even know that I agree with that. Like, I, I feel like it was a bit it's kind of all over the place. Like, the, the opera singer comes up and he's just like, I demand you come on tour with me. And Patrick's like, all right. And then the next thing you know, they're like all over the world and he's showing... I, I, I don't know that it was paced... It's paced well in the sense that you have like prolonged periods of like, let's just say inaction, I suppose. But I don't know. I don't know. Like, help. I feel you say something. You're being tell me, help me. You're being what am I very missing? cruel to this <laughs> film that's clearly not meant to be logical. <laughs> Come on, <laughs> it's. I think it's like there's something always happening. It's what I mean. There's not really like they they don't linger on. Okay, some awful things happened to this kid. You could spend half an hour showing the angst of this kid. Like he got <laughs> put in front of a shooting range. They don't. Know <laughs> <that>. <laughs> yeah, that was brilliant. That was uh, that was absolutely brilliant. I loved the the um, the fact that he got sentenced to that. That was that was For absolutely brilliant. Yeah, listening a light. I feel like that's not even his fault. <laughs> yeah, like, that's an act of God. They put that in court as an act of God. Surely that was such a great punishment. And the fact as well that like that would have happened overseas because he was touring the world at the time. But they saw set, they saw fit to bring him back to the UK to try him to there. Shoot him. Like, I'm, like that's another thing that doesn't make sense <laughs> to shoot him. We don't do that here. <laughs> not even in two thousand and two do we do that. What is? I, it's who not. It's not made this film. It's not who, set two thousand and two. When's it set then? Like what? Well, they're wearing. It's got do you don't see the steampunk trousers on that guy? And like, the, like it must be early days of the space race, surely. Right. Because they've got rockets that mimic two stomachs as their big thing. Like, come on. Yeah. Right. Okay. So I'm, I'm, I'm thinking seventies, eighties. I'm pretty. Sh- we didn't like line people up to shoot them though then did we no no like (laughs) i feel like this is an american let's it's an american that's directed well it's no it's um a british german american Mm. film he should know better well (laughs) i mean it didn't do well cal (laughs) (laughs) i think enough people yeah yeah i i know i i need to like with that being said what what did you like about it just for (gasps) Ned Ned Beatty's performance as General Ed Shepard, like he was so enthusiastic and he was doing his best with the material he had. Like he he's basically playing Hollywood's idea of a stereotypical American general, yeah. which I found really amusing <laughs> yeah. in the context of everything going on around. Um, actually, I felt that a few of the American actors were really giving it like the old college try in a way that the UK actors weren't. I don't know. I feel like the UK ones were playing it pretty straight, which is like what's british people do yeah i guess so i mean i i did wonder if that's maybe a uk us humor thing but i got the impression a number of actors there were aware that they weren't maybe onto a winner with this one uh but like ned Beatty really really went for it which i thought was brilliant um you had to i think you had to commit to it for it to work yeah yeah like that was my favorite thing i think um probably yeah my favorite thing from from the whole thing um other than other than the fact that it exists in it at all, 
to be <laughs> like the fact the fact that it exists i quite like because like it, it it doesn't make any sense i'm still struggling to put into words what i think about it right now like and even even over the course of this i'm aware i've kind of flip-flopped a bit because i've come down quite hard on it and one minute and the next i'm being but actually like i quite like this element of it i can't get my head around it i really don't know what i think because i feel like i should despise it but i don't and that worries me do you know what like i will say i watched this film once as a kid and usually kids films like this is a thing i did in the cinema i'd be like mum i want it on video or dvd you know i was always like claiming it before <laughs> my sisters could yeah we never had this on video <laughs> i'll say that <laughs> like i have i honestly forgot it existed and then i saw i don't know why we started talking about it the one thing i did i do respect is Rupert Grint's commitment to the role is Alan A. Allen. I, <laughs> <laughs> yes. His accent kills me. I think it's so yeah. funny. Because it's like, you're British, why are you putting on a British accent? He's like, oh, I enunciate. And I'm like, oh my god. Patrick. <laughs> 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 I, I, feel like, I feel like we should remake this. <laughs> I'm, yeah, maybe. I know who you're playing. Yeah, so do I, unfortunately. I, I can, I can, I can do them live. It's fine. I don't need, <laughs> I don't need movie magic. I'll just do them. <laughs> this film didn't do well. It didn't do well at all. Um, and it's easy to see why. It, but that being said, I don't think it's, it's bad enough to be called a bad movie, which is maybe its problem. Maybe if they've made it worse, it would be better. I was, I was surprised at how well the, like, the critics seemed to receive it. It had like a 60% rating on Rotten Tomatoes which I thought was wild because I was really expecting it to be like down in the 30s or, or lower um, uh, and it, it it could be that you know it probably is me being a bit too hard but on it but it's, it's, it's definitely for a certain type of person like someone who read the Beano because a lot there's there's so many obscure Beano and uh, well similar comics and stuff that mm-hmm. like my boss was showing me the other day and I'm like, wow, that exists. You know, the one with the, I'm sure I sent you it. I don't know if I want to say it on the podcast. But... No. <laughs> but yeah, it's, it resembles a certain South Park episode with a microwave. Yeah. 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 Um, and I think if you're into that kind of really surreal humor, even then you'd be a bit annoyed if all the fart jokes, like they do get very tiresome very quickly. There was a bit at the end during the credits where like there, there's kind of like a post- opposed yeah. successful mission and the, the the sister's like he didn't do anything he just farted and i kind of felt like i mean i felt like that was like she's speaking for me <laughs> in some ways because like and see that's again i feel really really torn because like i feel like she, that is there because that's what a lot of people would think like about the whole thing they'd be like it's literally just about a kid farting and it kind of is he's 10 what do you expect what do you want him to do <laughs> Yeah, well, they want him to not fart. <laughs> See, I but. think that they made him, like, the, the only thing that kind of switches it for me is the fact they made him suffer so much. Mm. They were really mean to him. He got bullied. He almost got killed. He got stripped down. We saw his ass as well, which was when he's getting into the rocket, you actually see his ass. <laughs> Even like... his friend said he had no gift and no purpose. Like, they were cruel yeah. to this kid. Yeah, he's, um, yeah. And, I mean, both the character and the actor, I have to say. Like, yeah. I feel like it's the sort of thing that... Imagine living with that. Imagine living, knowing that you you played that role. Yeah, like, I, I can't imagine that's aged well. No. On a personal level. Like, I mean, we could, as I say, we, we couldn't find anything about him. But if that was you, I... 
I mean, we found bits of it that were like, you know, this is fine or whatever. But broadly, I don't think you'd be like rushing to tell people, by the way, I was I was in Thunderpants. Well, do you know, what? actually, funnily enough, you say that I'm looking at the Wikipedia. Paul Giamatti, is that his name? Mm. It's one of the highlights of his career. Well, I tried to find that interview because I was wondering if he was being sarcastic and and whoever had put that up on Wikipedia just didn't interpret it that way. I feel like um, he's the type of guy who means that sincerely. Because he appears yeah. in lots of little things as a kind of side character, doesn't he? He does. But again, I suppose like his opinion on that, that's that's different because he, he had a side role. And I, again, I thought his, his character... Um, his name's escaping me right now, but I thought he Johnson had... Johnson J. Johnson. Yeah, I thought that was one of the better performances because again, he was really going for it. Mm-hmm. Um, so like, I don't feel like he has anything hugely embarrassing to have to walk away from with this whole thing. He didn't fart in people's faces or anything, no. so it's. Do you know what? One thing I will say that, like, going back to like problems, it seemed like he could control them better than he was letting on because he was able to warn other people. Towards the end, you know, in the in the agent's car. <laughs> I quite liked that bit actually, where they all had the gas masks. Yeah, ready, yeah, he could like, warn them. Can I? <laughs> yeah. Can I? Yes. That's sus. It's like you can control them. You could control them all along. Apparently, yeah. Just and like the um, even during the flying competition again, just to go back to that when they were um when they did manage to get their thing off the ground and it moved. That was another thing I, I pro- to, sorry to keep picking apart this flying competition, but they've got <laughs> it's okay, this. Okay, you've fixated. I, I understand. They've got <laughs> they've got this like um bit of grass with a start and a finishing line that they have to cross. They are literally every machine before them at this point has failed to fly. The fact that they got it off the ground at all makes them the winner, and yet the film still makes them cross the finish line. So we have to watch, what is it, like 90 seconds of an extended fart in which the machine almost breaks but still keeps going and there's a whoa moment while like they try and put the pipe back in so that the fart doesn't go everywhere. And I think... <laughs> and so that it stays in the air. See, I'm laughing not because of what it is. I'm just laughing because of the way I'm describing I know, it. I'm, I know. I'm making it sound so much funnier than it actually is. Like, it's not... <laughs> I feel like we should, re- we should rewrite it. I Yeah, like, it should just be... It should just be um, an audio description. Like, <laughs> like I, I bet if this film had an audio description, it would be hilarious. Like, Patrick farts into a pipe. The pipe breaks and bursts in front of his father's face like that would be really really funny like it's funnier than why did you put on why did you put i on don't know i just assumed it would <laughs> alan a alan is no. alan a alan is reading Thunderpants. um yeah i don't know it's um it, it sounds funnier than it is i think is my overall kind of statement of the whole thing yeah, see, I keep forgetting that you have not seen it before, so I knew it wasn't that funny in that way. Yeah, like, I mean, if if you don't happen to find farts generally funny in your day-to-day existence anyway, like, there's nothing here for you. And I don't know, I feel like there is. I feel like if you can just watch it for the story of a poor bullied kid with grim one-liners, you can find some enjoyment from that. I don't... How did you make... Uh, how did you make... What did you make of the, the way it ends and wraps up? Just... The kind of. Uh, um. I don't. <laughs> the, the fact that he went up was kind of to me, I'm like, you're taking other astronauts out with you if that explodes, you wee shit. <laughs> you know, it's like, my dream. It's like, but yeah, your dream's gonna kill everyone. Yeah. It didn't. Maybe that's just me, but it's like, 
See if a rocket has a one in three chance of exploding. Yeah. Or more than that, I think. I wouldn't be bloody going in it. No. No. We just done before Challenger. Oh, okay. Well, that makes sense. This, no, not before Challenger. Before Columbia. Yeah. It's It'd be unfortunate, wouldn't it? Like the timing yeah. is a bit. It was like a year before, maybe. Yeah. I don't know. What did you make of the end? Weird. I have to say, like again. I mean, that's the film. The, to be fair, the fact that it's kind of a UK thing. Uh, well, it's he's from the UK, and even as the rocket was launching, it was daytime in the US and also daytime back home when everyone was watching. So it's like there's no time zones in this film. Like again, all the people in the UK are just watching the US networks because that's how TV works in this. I feel like I know where you've gone wrong here. You should next time you watch it, and you will one day. You should drink. <laughs> <laughs> maybe like they had to take a shot every time you find they had they had <laughs> oh god they had ticker tape parades for him as well and we don't do that like that's such an american thing like, i think that was in america was it not I I didn't, I didn't... i'm sure they did something for him back and like the fact that like his his mum was watching it at home simultaneously at the same time as all the kids were watching it on school in their assembly hall at the same time, and she didn't even bother go. And she, no, di- she didn't even bother go to America. She didn't bother, like in any, and like his sister. But I'm pretty sure his sister was home with the mum as well. It's just like why? Well, like oh god, there's just so many little things. Like if the kids are in school, why is she not in school? Like why is she at home? I don't understand, Sam. Why? There's so many little things about this that are just so so. Yeah, I think that's a problem. Stupid. You watched it too. You were you watched it expecting logic. Whereas I didn't. I wasn't expecting greatness. I was just expecting no, like, no, cohesive logic. story. Like <laughs> it's cohesive. You don't look at the thing. You just you just have to watch it through the it's, through the lens. It's cohesive if you just accept everything as it goes. Yeah. Sure, but like and that's, you know what? That's sometimes the best way to watch it. Uh-huh. Well, <laughs> I'm telling you. I'm telling you. It's a good time if you drink. Sure, that was my mistake. I guess. Sure, give, give it a shot, and <laughs> you can get back to us. <laughs> <laughs> was there anything else that you felt was stand out about it or that you really liked about it or do you have any other I mean no it wasn't that good a film <laughs> <laughs> do you have any it's, it's, any closing comments then watch it but don't expect anything and then you'll get something watch it for Rupert Brent's amusing wee accent like the wee the wee boffin children are quite funny yes usually like smart kids are annoying but he's quite <laughs> he's quite funny yeah yeah, no, I agree. That was that was all. Right. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I don't know that I have any closing comments for it. Honestly, I. I don't know that I could. I don't know that I could, in all good faith, tell someone to go and spend four quid on it on Amazon. Like, if for whatever reason Channel Five is having a rerun of it, then sure. I mean, we did it the the legal route. I'm sure you could very easily find this. I'm not sure you could because I try. I did try. <laughs> Oh, did you? <laughs> I did, and uh, oh. yeah, I couldn't find it anywhere. Um, like, I, it has it has been broadcast on Channel Five a couple of times, and like, you can mm-hmm. get it on DVD still. But short of that, it's not available on any streaming platforms as part of your subscription. Anyway, you have to pay extra for it, and the fact that. God, that just screams volumes to me itself. Like, I mean, I don't. That's such an unusual occurrence. I've I've very rarely found that with stuff where you like you know you're already paying for prime but you need to pay extra anyway and it's just like yeah they clearly know they're not making anything off of it like you have to have been well they did make a big loss yeah 
again a million pounds lost i would over a million. i would be fascinated to know how many people have bought that in the past year like i bet we're talking no more than <laughs> double digits being genuine maybe generous. it's just me <laughs> it could, i would not be surprised if it was just you that's probably the entire it's funny though because like i'm sure in, when i went to see it in the cinema there were other people in there i think I, I don't even remember like much about it at the time. I don't remember seeing promo on TV for it. I don't remember anything. I just remember it being on like the 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 advert on the start of a VHS. And as I say, I think it was a Harry Potter one, and I think that was because of Rupert Grant. Yeah. But I I don't remember much hubbub about it at the time at all. So yeah, is well, yeah. So I mean, to round up, don't don't buy it if you can find it for free though. Good time. <laughs> go for it but i wouldn't i wouldn't spend money on it no don't even dupe someone else into buying it for you it's just like no don't do it <laughs> i am ha- happy to have it in my collection that being said yes <laughs> i can whip it out at parties it can be my party trick <laughs> <laughs> look what i have yes well <laughs> <laughs> so yeah that's really kind of it for thunder pants um Thanks for for making it this far, if you have. Next week, we'll be talking about... I think it's a documentary, isn't it? It's Free Identical Strangers. Um, You've seen this before, haven't you? Yep. Yeah, I don't know anything about that, so... Oh, it'll be good. I will watch that before next time, and um, hopefully we will have you join us then. 